Born Again, Water, Spirit, and Light, title of today's sermon. And we're continuing on in our series. If you could talk to Jesus, what would the topic of conversation be? And again, for the next few weeks, we'll listen to the talks Jesus shared with men and women 2,000 years ago. Who knows? Maybe, just maybe, your topic will come up as well. Romans 6.3 says, Or don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Abu Khalil was an Egyptian Muslim who converted to Christianity. After Abu Khalil was baptized, his mother disowned him. His family and friends avoided him because he brought disgrace on them. The people of his village beat him up and burned his Christian books. Often, he had to stay at the police station for his own protection. His mother even tried to hire a sorcerer to cast a spell on him that would bring him back to Islam. But no matter what, Abu Khalil stayed true to the new faith into which he'd been baptized. Abu Khalil's experience is hardly unique. In many countries, being baptized isn't just an empty ritual. It still means today what it meant to the Apostle Paul and the earliest Christians. It means he does not understand being born of spirit. But Jesus asked, acts as if Nicodemus should understand these things. But yet, being who Jesus is, he explained it to them anyway. Nicodemus and other Jews would have seen the Messiah as a physical king to rule over them and to free them from other empires. Not as Jesus came. And Jesus' kingdom is not like that. It's not just another empire. It's a topsy-turvy way of life. Let's talk about the kingdom of God. Being born again. John 3, 3. As we read, Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. Unless you are born again, you cannot see the kingdom of God. In the kingdom of God, the last will be first, and the first will be last. Matthew 20, 16 says, So those who are now, who are last now, will be first then, and those who are first will be last. In the kingdom of God, we walk in the miracles of Christ. 1 Corinthians 4, 20 says, For the kingdom of God is not just a lot of talk, it is living by God's power. And the kingdom of God can be likened to earthly scenarios. In Mark, as I mentioned before, 4.30-32, Jesus says, How can I describe the kingdom of God? What story should I use to illustrate it? It is like a mustard seed planted in the ground. It is the smallest of all seeds, but it becomes the largest of all garden plants. It grows long branches, and the birds can make nests in its shade. So the kingdom of God is like that. The kingdom of God. We are called to be citizens of heaven and not of this earth. I want to pause right here. We are called to be citizens of heaven and not of this earth. And today, of all days, we think about 
how united we were 20 years ago as Americans. But I want us to think broader than that. Broader than just being American. By citizenship. I want us to think of that universal citizen of heaven. Think of all the Christians across this world. And all of those who are yet to be Christians. Think of all those people and how to be united with them. It's a sobering thought and it's hard, but I want us to think about being united with our entire world. Even though there were pockets of evil that we were scattered throughout this world, even in our own country, I want us to think about this and how it impacts our daily life. Philippians 1.27 Above all, you must live as citizens of heaven, conducting yourselves in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whenever I come to see you again, or only hear about you, I know that you are in good standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. We must seek the kingdom of God first, as well. Matthew 6.33 Seek the kingdom of God above else, and live righteously, and he will give you everything you need. Lastly, we must enter the kingdom with childlike faith. Luke 18.17 says, For I tell you the truth, anyone who doesn't receive the kingdom of God like a child will never enter it. Today's sermon in the sentences, because of God's love for us, we can show God's love to others. Answers to the questions that I have. It is all because of God's love for us that Jesus humbled himself and the Spirit gives us new life. I don't know how it's possible, but I know it happened. <clears throat> God had always desired one's heart to be in tune with him and not just sacrifices, not just following the law. Hosea 6.6 6 says this, this is God speaking. I want you to show love, not offer sacrifices. I want you to know me more than I want burnt offerings. And God's love should be seen through the light of those born again. For those of us who are born again must walk in the light. Those who have the Holy Spirit should be walking in the light and the truth as well. And Jesus had a mission on this earth, and so do we. Because of God's love for us, we can show God's love to others. Jesus' mission. Jesus left his throne for you and for me. He allowed himself to be as one of us, human. He had a difficult conversation with Nicodemus. He had a difficult conversation with Peter and so many other people around him. 
He suffered and died for you and for me. And only he will judge the world. Our mission. We must go into all the world. We must show love to others. We must have difficult conversations with others. We cannot save others, but we can point to the one who can. We cannot judge others, only he can. Luke 6.37 says, Do not judge others, and you will not be judged. <coughs> Sorry. Do not condemn others, or it will all come back against you. Forgive others, and you will be forgiven. And lastly, Matthew 28.18-20. Jesus came and told his disciples, I have been given all authority in heaven and on earth. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey all commands I have given you. And to be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of this age. Because of God's love for us, we can show God's love to others. Let's pray. Oh, Heavenly Father, we go to you right now with our minds thinking, our hearts stirring, and a spirit willing. Help us, dear Lord, to trust in you. To trust that you will lead us down a path that will help us lead others to you. Prepare us. Ready us. Move our hearts and our minds and our mouths and our feet to share the gospel with others. Whatever that looks like in your situations. The good news is that Jesus, your son, came down from heaven to be one of us, to live among us perfectly, and then to die for us, to take our place, and then rise again, and live victoriously. God, give us each the strength to go throughout every single day, walking in the light and truth with you. We love you, Lord, and we want to worship you with our lives. Let us continue to be those who people see as light. Help our lights to shine brighter. Help our words to seem more sweet and gracious. Help our actions to seem more loving and compassionate. For we are yours, Lord, and we want to do your will. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
Jesus is the center of God's plan to transform and renew this broken world. You and I are central to the Holy Spirit's mission to tell the story of Jesus to every man, woman, and child in Bay County and beyond. So, in Jesus' name, you are sent to love everyone, everywhere, every day. You are sent. Go. The power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Yeah.